This is I'd Rather Be Right, a podcast about big ideas and better predictions. And dick jokes. Which is why this isn't financial, legal, or even dating advice. We might be rich, successful, and good-looking, but Mark Cuban hates us. So prepare to enjoy the best podcast that only awesome, charming, and attractive people like you listen to. All right, we got a special bonus episode going for the for our, our limited uh, listeners. Welcome to the "I'd Rather Be Right" podcast. Is that what we're calling it now? I think that's I think that's the answer. I mean, I like it. You like it. Like it. Fuck, fuck Henry and uh, Ryan. Sorry, Henry and Ryan, you're wrong. Yeah. We like it. You're super wrong. I was like, you guys are super wrong. <laughs> like I was hoping they would be. Maybe they don't. Understand. But you know, fuck it. I know. This is the I'd. I'd rather be right podcast uh, with uh, Luke and Nathan. That's way better. He, yeah, that's way better. He's Luke. Hi, say hi, Luke. Hi, hi, Luke. <laughs> that's that's Luke. I'm Nathan. Uh, yeah, Luke. Luke becomes Luke comes uh, before Nathan because Luke is uh, Alba for N, and uh, he also does more work on this than I do. When you said that, I was like, "That's not true." And then I did the alphabet, and I was like, "Oh, that is true." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that part. I was oh, like, no. I was "Like you were like, I thought you were like, oh, I, I don't do as much work. You definitely do more work. You do the uploading." Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much, much work. I don't know how much work that is, but it's, that's more than I do. I yeah, for, I pay for the Zoom, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, that eventually. So yeah, well, well, uh, so what happened was uh, we have a group text with those with that those Henry and Ryan folks that we uh, were insulting a minute ago, <laughs> needlessly. Sorry, Henry and Ryan. Uh, and we got into it about um, whether or not investing, whether or not you're investing in cryptocurrencies or gambling with cryptocurrencies, then how that relates to Bitcoin versus all the other altcoins. And we're like, this is really good content. Fuck it, let's just get on the podcast. So here we go. Yes. And sorry here for the effort. Yeah. If that bothers you. <laughs> but I've been drinking. So uh, if, that, if that bothers you, get the fuck out of here. So well, to be fair, I am employed at a company, so I can get in trouble for it. But if that bothers uh, you, I'm sorry. I'll try not to. Yeah, in general, it's in general it's probably better to not curse. We're not as famous as Gary V yet. So No, no, we are not. We are limited. But anyway, okay. So let's give them the background. Uh the fundamental question was is is investing in any cryptocurrencies investing versus gambling or speculation and I, and to be fair when i say gambling i use gambling as speculation i think they're kind of interchangeable uh or is it investing and then if so which which cryptocurrencies are investing versus gambling and speculation and right. why, why don't you give your opinion first so i think we i don't know, i think we might think of Gambling and investing the terms is a little differently. I agree. Okay, that's the final. What's the gambling, final? Gambling. Yeah. So I agree with your. I agree that. So I asked Nathan if he thought um, playing poker was gambling and if it was more or less gambling than investing in altcoins. For example, he doesn't think it's gambling. I, I think that it would be defined as gambling, but I agree that there's a lot of skill involved, but there's also luck, but it's how your skill on how to play that luck comes into play. And so it's not slot machines. I definitely think there's a distinction between slot machines and playing Texas Hold'em, 
a hundred percent. I don't yep. think there's an argument in, there. I, um, so I would say that I think gambling at specifically playing poker at the very, very high end levels is not gambling at all. There's yeah. a reason they talk, and I a hundred percent agree with the rounders point, uh, which is a movie rounders, which is that like, there's a reason the top ones are always the top. It's a lot of skill right. involved. The top players are playing, but yeah, right. most of you uh, are probably gambling because most of you don't know what the hell you're doing. Uh, that's probably true right. of investing as a general rule. And if you're not sure what you're doing, yes. Um, both Luke and I would say, index funds are probably a very good option uh probably the number one option yeah um and i, I don't yeah. think either luke or i would disagree with that uh what i would right. say is that i i, I think it, you can't classify poker as gambling wholesale yes some people it might be gambling anything with luck might be gambling but there's people that do it very skillfully i think investing is the same and i think bitcoin it's closer to that then let's say VC funding, which I think is much closer to gambling. Uh, and interesting. That was my other question for you. That was actually uh, the VC thing. I think it's much more closer to gambling. Um, it's more about how to you maintain your stack while you're uh, meaning, meaning you're the whole amount that you're investing and you kind of know what your rules are. You're trying to keep them low enough with a high payoff. Um, and so you're picking. Would you say VC the, is more like playing 21 and less like playing Texas Hold'em? Yeah, probably Would closer. you make that distinction? I would probably say it's probably in between the two. Um, I do think 21 is almost... Well, 21 is... The odds are against you. Full, well, unless you're counting cards. Right. Uh, pure stop. And if you're counting cards... Right. You, again, if you're counting cards and you're bankroll management properly, there's no investing... Uh, it's investing that's not gambling. Uh, if you can count cards and you can maintain... So this is... this. this Listen to whether or not you're maintaining... Your bankroll. So bankroll management in poker and the gambling is about your whole stack, like your whole amount of money that you could invest in this operation. Um, and VC funders are going to be consistently worried about that. They know their total amount that they have to invest. And so a small percentage is going to go into a bunch of different bets. And hopefully one of those bets pays off. Now, they're going to still go through sift the bets. They're not going to just take every single one that comes across them. But they're taking a lot of right. a lot of hits at bat, if you were, to hope yeah. to connect with yeah. a grand slam. Not just a home run, but a grand slam. They're looking for a grand slam. And the grand slams are what pay off their returns. And returns to be tend to be slightly around the S&P 500, actually, overall. So they have a few grand slams that really pay off around the S&P 500. To me, this is much closer to gambling. Yes, you are doing some level of analysis at who is coming at you to pitch, right? Um, and taking your swings there. But on some level, you just know that most of them are going to be failures, and that's kind of in your game plan. That's sort of part of the deal. That, to me, smells a lot more like gambling than what, say, let's say Warren Buffett is doing, where he's really taking and looking for already established businesses that are doing well, and that are for some reason underpriced. And then he's going to take a big swing at him if he can. And if he can't, he'll take a smaller swing. You know, he'll take a smaller swing as he, but he'll take as big a swing as he can, can but he'll, he's happy to take a small swing if it's sizable enough. Um, that's real investing, in my opinion. That's real going deep. So now to jump to cryptocurrency, I think Bitcoin is much closer to that uh, because specifically for Bitcoin, but only for Bitcoin. And the reason is Bitcoin, if it were measured as a company, would be the sixth largest company in the world right now. Uh, behind Tencent, sorry, seventh, sorry, seventh. Behind Tencent and above Tesla. 
it is almost a trillion dollar company. Ten cent is nine hundred something or other, nine hundred something billion, and um, and Bitcoin's about nine hundred billion right now. Now this is an apples to oranges comparison, which Luke and I talked about in the chat as well. Bitcoin is not a business, but it gives us some idea of how the world values it. And we're outside of what I would call the speculation stage. We already know it's going to be successful. The question in my mind is how successful, not whether or not, you know, I don't really think it's going to go to zero outside of a world where I don't care if I'm investing in stocks or Bitcoin. Like, you know, if the, if the nuclear Holocaust happens, I don't really care about my Bitcoin position. I don't really care about what stocks I own. Um, I'm much more concerned about whether or not the central banks print to the level where I can't survive. And that world seems much more plausible to me than a nuclear holocaust world. And a nuclear holocaust world, I'm not even convinced gold matters. At that point, I just think how many guns do you own and <laughs> how many bullets do you own? You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. So like, let's leave those kind of events out. Outside of those, I don't see it going to zero. And I think we're past that point. It's going to be a, a big player in the financial world going forward. I already know that. The question in my mind is how big. That's why I don't think it's gambling or speculation to have some money in Bitcoin. Okay, I'll leave, it, I'll leave it there uh, now. It, Luke, you say your points. Yeah. Um, I agree that Bitcoin is less gambling than some of these alts, but only insofar as that other – like the point I was making was that it's less gambling because you have these whales and much larger institutions now gambling on it for us where – it's not necessarily in our hands anymore. Bitcoin doesn't have any technological adoption other than a store of value, just like gold. And so I don't think it'll go to zero because people are going to use it as a store of value, but that doesn't mean that there aren't other things that are going to surpass it because I think Bitcoin was created to be a currency. Wait, 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 it's wait, never going to be that. Wait, wait, to be clear, when you say surpass it, you're talking about in monetary financial return, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, monetary. I think there's there are absolutely yeah there already are I actually well I don't say that are worth more than Bitcoin. Literally. Literally, and they're they have they're and they have big more technological adoption than Bitcoin. What does. do you mean they're worth more? For example, your dot finance is worth more than Bitcoin. What is it? It's worth forty eight thousand two hundred forty one dollars, and Bitcoin is forty seven thousand. Oh, you mean on the individual so unit, individual unit, but not the market yeah. cap. What is the market yep. cap of this thing? Um, well, the market cap is less because there's a lot fewer coins than Bitcoin. That's my point. So it's and this 1. is part of my point. Billion. Like, like this is part of my point. Like, but there's fewer coins, so it could go. But it's more people use it than I would say Bitcoin. More people use what your finance coins, is. I think coins don't than matter. What Bitcoin is. I think in some level, coins don't matter. And what I mean by that sure. is. What I mean by that is like we can do infinitely divisible. We we could we we could sure. argue that the real value of Bitcoin we should be measuring in sats, which is less than a penny. Um, yeah. and, and more Someone people own sats this. than hold than own full Bitcoin, right? So like they own some sats, right? There probably very few people, if anyone, owns yeah. only one sat. But there are people that definitely less. Like right. my mom owns less than one Bitcoin. She doesn't hold whole Bitcoin. Sure. Um, sure. And so my point is how many units you make in a total doesn't really matter. It is as long as we know. Yeah, it's but that, that's not, that as long as we point. know it's fixed. But like, I think this is relevant because the point is like, yeah, if you had bought that, I don't even think it has to be fixed. Or owned this, 
uh, I think I think being fixed makes it easier. Uh, well, first of all, I think it depends on what we're doing. Are, are we building a currency or are we building something else? Like cause Ethereum, I do think to be clear is a different product, and I do not have. I don't own any. any right. I don't own any Ethereum myself. Do you own any? I don't know if you know any. Uh, I own very, very, very little. I don't like. I had like I used to actually day trade Ethereum, so I, I own like a own, little bit, like a I couple you bucks. Can, but I assume you can own less than one Ethereum. Is that correct? I you can do that in every cryptocurrency. Every uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah, I just wanted to confirm. I want to confirm that was the case with Ethereum. I thought it was the case. It was yeah. visible. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't own one. I don't own a single. Like I don't own a, a Ethereum. I own a third of one or something. Okay. Like um, yeah, I don't own any really, and my. But I do think it's if I had to pick a cryptocurrency that would outperform monetarily Bitcoin in the long run. By the way, in the short run, I think any of them can. Can you know, depending on what your measurement is. What do you mean monetarily, though? Like, what do you mean? Like, what's the benchmark return. for outperforming it monetarily? Like a return. Well, what do you mean by about... return? Like over what? So well, if you put a hundred bucks in and you can get out five hundred bucks, I want at least. Or I want at least five ten. Years. How expensive it's going to be? I want at least five or ten years. So uh, return. So in ten years, you think if you put your money in Bitcoin right now, we put it one dollar in Bitcoin. Idea than any of the other. You'll ones. get more back than if you put any of the other ones. I would. I would think in ten that, years. Not only do I think that's true, I think even if it's not true, it's a hell of a lot easier than trying to figure out which one of the altcoins does actually does better like that, that's the other thing like it's uh, it's, it's an opportunity yeah. cost right so like i can put my one dollar into bitcoin sure. or I can put my one dollar into ethereum or i can put my one dollar into any of the other altcoins and what sure. i think it's more likely that bitcoin outperforms i don't like think it's a guarantee but i do think it's a lot more work to stay on top of all the altcoins that may or may not outperform bitcoin so what's the, the other thing i would say is if bitcoin does not do better in say 10 years than this other altcoin that does better that we don't know yet which one it is mm -hmm. i would be surprised right. if bitcoin doesn't see 80 percent of the value increase that that one altcoin does so therefore just at its assuming you're not going to be spend your life in the altcoin and current cryptocurrency space and even i as much as i'm into it not spending all my time there i like to do other things like just put your money in bitcoin and don't worry about it like 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 Sure. Like that's fair. Um, and that's, that's the other half of my point. But I do still think if I had to pick one, like or one for one bet, like let's say, let's say you and I made a hundred dollar bet, a hundred dollars in Bitcoin uh -huh. at the time that'll pay off in ten years, I would still say Bitcoin will outperform any of the other altcoins. I would take that bet. Let's do it. Um, let's do a bet. Okay. Well, what's what, what's the bet? Do we, do you, I think we have to put money in Bitcoin. Isn't that the answer? Like put That's what I mean. Yeah. Let's well, put, let's both. Yeah. Put well, I think well, both of us have much more than a hundred, but yeah, we could put a hundred. We we don't necessarily need to do it tonight, but you put a hundred bucks into Bitcoin, and I'll put I'll pick an altcoin. I won't even pick Ethereum or Litecoin. Oh, you can we'll pick, make it like you a can, true you can pick them. You can pick them if you really believe them. I I don't care. Pick All right. Well, I'll pick one altcoin, and then in ten years we'll see. And ten years, and then and then do, and then do we yeah. um do, do does the winner get the other person's spoils? Like what is the deal here? Uh, <laughs> that's savage. Maybe yeah, sure. Why not? Unless it's stupid, then yes. Because I can think always, we can always renegotiate. We can always renegotiate later. There, yeah, there. I because I do think there's a at a minimum of at a minimum I want a hundred dollars worth. For sure, be around. At a minimum I okay. want whatever the, whatever the amount is worth right now. 
uh okay that would be a, that's that'll be a fun i'll even put it in like i'll just do it on a different account and just forget about it that'd be no, i'll do it in mine but like i'll just uh, ledger test. it i can i can put it in my sheet yeah it's fine yeah because i do think there's a handful that will for sure will be around in 10 years oh i'm yeah I think, I don't, i'm not so denying that but and i think the odds are stacked in my favor because some of them are so quote-unquote cheap that for you them to, i mean as far as i'm concerned Bitcoin. you can take a basket you can take you know ten dollars into like ten of them or whatever you want to do or 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 you know you know twenty dollars into five of them and then see if one right. performs like I, I i'm okay with well, it. i have i have purchased a lot you of can, how about you run points. you can run your whole basket against my bitcoin that's actually what i was put that way you pick a hundred dollars however you want to divide it up that whole basket if it outperforms okay. bitcoin you win you can you can run it in okay. whatever way you want. I'm okay with that. I'll take a hundred dollars for. Okay, on my I'm, I'll have to think about that because I'm still doing my research. But I do think there are some around, and primary they are primarily. You make the point that of pure currency, pure currency coins, and I wouldn't recommend almost anyone invest in any pure currency coins. Outside I think Bitcoin, Bitcoin yeah. probably has that, and I think even if we don't use Bitcoin as a currency, because I think they're just, it's just going to be worth too much. You're not going to, you, you think it it's going to be like gold to like pay for back. stuff. No, it's going to be like gold. It's going to be gold. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes people do use their gold. They transfer it back into fiat to pay for things, but it's usually like very rare, large purchases. Guys. Yeah. So yeah, it's rare. And it's big guys. It's like, so I can see people trading in their Bitcoin for a house. Right. But like, I don't think you're ever going to go buy a pack of gum with your Bitcoin. That I think yeah. would be largely dumb. So and, I think there'll be some other things that you might, do that for but i wouldn't play that game that to me is gambling but i think there's a lot of interesting things going on in the DeFi space and kind of was the point i was oh, making on the, there's the some ch- interesting the chain was that it does take more you're right it does take more work because what they're doing is they're building the infrastructure for that to work it was like one day you're going to be able to log into a coinbase i don't think it will be coined but a coinbase the novice will be and it'll be robin hood but it'll be completely DeFi and it'll be run run on one of these cryptocurrencies that we're looking at right now. And you would say, and I think cryptocurrency, you probably should think of it as crypto assets because they're not currencies and it's kind of a hard jump. It's a change in perspective. Like, well, then what are the coins for? But the coins allow you to vote and do different things within the project itself. And I do think one of those is already in existence and in 10 years, You'll be logging onto your Robinhood app, and it will be completely run by one of these other coins, and that coin will have outperformed Bitcoin in the next 10 years. That's my prediction. And I do think it could be something like Yearn.Finance or Aave um, or or Uniswap, because they're already doing that, and more people already use those tools. I think for their intended purpose, then people use Bitcoin to pay for stuff. Okay. I'm going to recommend that. Um, okay. So at our, hopefully our podcast is a little bit bigger. I bring on uh, J- my, my friend named Jake, Jake Franick, who I actually met, um, met DC randomly uh, and then spent a whole summer. Uh, he's actually like you a lot. I, I met him in DC through a friend and then we spent all summer hanging out and getting uh, and drunk nice. together and having a good time. And he works in the DeFi space. Like he he owns a company in the DeFi space. Oh wow. Um, oh wow. And so yeah, he he's fully he's he's a co-founder of Coinmetrics. Um, so he is fully involved in, cool. in the space in DeFi space. I have another friend who uh, I know from high school who codes in the DeFi space. 
Um, so I have some friends in that area um, and I'm down to have them if we get this thing off the ground to the point where we can entice them to come on to like have that discussion. That'd be really fascinating. And like have them like, cause I do agree with you. Know. It's, it's more work. It's much more tech. It's not even, it's not even techie and the people like they think they're into Tesla and they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm into tech. It's like, no, it's no, like, no, but it's a coding. You gotta it's, be coding. It's coding. Yeah. Like, it's coding. And, and, and Matt, you gotta understand what this stuff is. Did you read my Bitcoin starter guide? I, for those of you that don't know in the in listener space, um, I, I started a Bitcoin starter I guide. It, but I but I got into this discussion stuff, about so. uh, about um, Bitcoin versus altcoins, and I specifically left a little part around Ethereum. And, and around Ethereum, I talked about how I just don't have the coding background to analyze all the arguments in both directions. Yeah. Uh, but I and am actually convinced it's a different you, product um, aimed for something it different. Is. And and my point is, is, even as a non-coder, I don't see the market. Okay, so so like the market of like let's say decentralized finance trading uh, stocks, which I think is important and definitely will be life changing. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it as big as going after the world's financial system, which I think is what Bitcoin is doing. And I do think that Bitcoin is has the world's good. financial system. And no, 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 no. That is the world's financial no, system. No, no, that's part of the world's financial system. That's a specific part. But like trading the stocks maybe matters a whole lot less than I think that maybe we understand the plumbing of the money that goes back and forth. And I just don't think we think about it very often. Um, as users sure. who don't deal with having to send large money transactions across international borders, I don't think we fully understand how big that market is. And that market is much better. And then we got the yield issues. We've got the fact that if you're in the bonds, there's a hundred trillion dollars in bonds or something like that. It's absolutely absurd. Right. And this money is not yeah. making yield, not making real money. Put yeah, it in Bitcoin and you're making it money. And so I think there's a huge space that's going to like just go towards Bitcoin in multiple different ways and push that price up. And I'm not convinced that Ethereum or pick your other favorite altcoin that's very similar to like doing smart contracts and stuff will do as well as Bitcoin does. Now, to be fair, do I think it will do better than non-Bitcoin assets? Yeah, probably. That actually, I think it's very likely. Like it's not a, I'm not saying it's a bad investment. I'm saying if I had cash to go into one or the other, I'm still mostly picking Bitcoin. And as of now, I'm all picking Bitcoin. Maybe one day in the future, I'll decide that it gets far enough along. I feel it's a little bit less risky. I still feel there's a decent chance. And maybe I'll allocate 10 or 20% of my income flows into that, like my cash flows into that. Um, but right now, I I think it's a little bit more risky. It's a little bit early in the development phase. But even then, I just don't, I'm not sure the market's big enough. Like the market is huge, to be clear. I don't want to just downplay how small, like, but is it as big as what Bitcoin is going after? I think that's something that's a little bit. That's that's hard to debate. That's a little bit less than coding. It's hard to debate because there's a lot of a lot of the coding questions that I can answer are like, is it built on a house of cards and all those other conversations? Like those are things that real coders will be able to answer. But I am less right. Less. I do know it's earlier in the development than Bitcoin, but I don't know enough to know whether that's true or not true. Let me put that in. Well, that was one of my points to you where you were like, oh, most of them are like pump and dumps and this, that. No, I think most of them are. I think absolutely most of them are. But I, 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 I could say most, uh, I, leave I, I, leave, I leave Ethereum outside of that. Sure. I, I do think Ethereum. But like where I come from, 
is I can I can read the the I can read like what the project is about. I do have a coding background and engineering background, so I can read what the project is about and tell you it's like oh no the dude who started this is like there's this one um, it's called Algorand. I mean the dude won the guy who started it won a Turing uh, the Turing like Foundation award, which is like yeah full, it's like a big one for computer science. It's a big deal, and he's an MIT professor, and so it's like. It's it's the real deal. It's definitely not pumping up and like to and like to read like what it does and why it's valuable. It's like it's high level as shit. It's like he like they're inventing. I don't know if they're inventing shit, but it's like it's fucking hardcore. Like even me reading, I'm like, what is? It's like right. There's a lot of proof. You got to get into like proof of stake and proof of work and like what makes all this stuff work. But it's like there's real value there, and it's like in some of those, it's like oh, this could do what Bitcoin does, but like better. I don't know necessarily. Like again, I don't think there'll be stores of value. I think. Just did, like we will always have gold, did, did like we, and did, nothing will ever take its place. But do we talk about ten x? Do we talk about ten x on here? I don't. I'm not sure if we did, or that was just on the text message. What's ten x? Like my ten x. My my. What do you mean? My belief, which actually is really Jeff Booth's belief, who I absolutely highly respect, and you can follow him on Twitter. Or you can get his book, The Price of Tomorrow. But he points out something that I didn't really under. I kind of understood, but never understood until he said it, which is that a new technology to really break out and beat one that's already entrenched must be 10x better than the one that came before. Like slightly better isn't good enough. You have to be so much better than the one there, before. I'm, my point is it's different. It. It's a different technology. But no, 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 no. I would agree with that for like Ethereum and the DeFi space. I'm, I'm setting that side aside. Right. But um, that's why I'm saying in the currency space, I would not even – currency and true financial – okay – I want to say currency plus true financial like plumbing, like where money is flowing, not not other things, not things that are financial, but not money. If that makes sense, like I, I still think real estate, real estate could absolutely be on the blockchain. It probably should be on the real blockchain, but it's never going to be on blockchain. Right. That's never going to be on the Bitcoin Bitcoin blockchain. It's going to be on some other blockchain. No, but that's what I mean. Um, is there's technology that will do what Bitcoin does? That for market, this, but better for definitely exists. Like but I don't think yeah. it outperforms Bitcoin even where we're at right now. But that's a different. But my point is, as far as like, I think you need to compare Ethereum, even the new guy, the, the new one you're talking about, the MIT guy, to Ethereum. Is it 10x better than Ethereum? Ethereum has a large runway ahead of it than any of yeah. the other guys. It has a lot of issues right now, though. It, it has, has a lot. lot of it has right a lot of issues, though. but it's got a head. It's really so expensive mass, to do it's things. A, it's got a massive head start. Um, and, and sure. I think, I think the 10 X we're talking about a 10 year timeline now, but, a, but a like, 10X, Bitcoin has only been around for 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. And Ethereum has been out 2015. Is that right? About, is that right about what it was? Yeah. So five and a half years, I think so maybe it's been out. So maybe it's like, things are so new, but maybe it's enough for the other guys to, yeah, but it's new, but in the tech, in this, in this things kind of, so in new. this kind of tech space, Five years is a lifetime. Like uh, it's a long time. That's in, true. In this, That's in true. This type of tech space. Like we're not talking about like yeah, building sure. a car or building a physical good. Sure. Like this thing is. This is different. It's a lot of coding and and ten years is very. It's almost impossible. Is, Ethereum has one of the highest number of coders on. I think even more than Bitcoin. It has. It does. Um, and yeah. so presumably it the space is only getting bigger. And if you're comparing Ethereum to this new guy, I would look at the 10x theory. Is it 10x? Is the next guy 10x better? Because I think Ethereum, if it's not entrenched yet, is getting there. Um, 
And if the guy doesn't break out soon enough, if, if the, and what I mean by the guy is the, if the cryptocurrency that you're looking at is not breaking out soon enough, the other guy's going to be so entrenched. The other cryptocurrency is so entrenched. You've got to analyze it from a 10x perspective. It's got to be so, and what he really, what Jeff Booth is really saying, it's got to be so much better, so unequivocally better. People just gravitate towards it. Um, and that's rare. Like you can't be slightly better. It's got to be a lot. Sure, but let me pose let me pose this question to you what's more rare that uh the second cryptocurrency ever to be made six years ago got it right or that someone is going to approve upon it and outperform it in the next 10 years um like google wasn't the first search engine they weren't even the first search engine yeah but they, but they were next- like 17th yeah, and they weren't even that much necessarily better than their competitors uh, but at the I, time. Now I, they are because they monopolized I, I, it. But can, can I be honest? I think this is a little bit different, in part because you're saying you're thinking about cryptocurrencies, but there were cryptocurrencies before Bitcoin, and they all kind of sucked. They all they were all centralized. Sure. Bitcoin figured out how to just decentralize. Bitcoin gave up the game, I think, uh, in some ways, and, sure. and and with the blockchain, which didn't exist before Bitcoin. Sure. We finally understood how to decentralize the stuff in a way that we were trying to do and allow the ecosystem yeah. and allow an ecosystem, a sort of a sort of bottom bottom up emergent phenomenon to exist from an ecosystem level. And before the blockchain, we didn't have that. I would say that's the big thing that changed. And then you give five space five years between that. Like, what is your next? What's your blockchain improvement? Like, what is your thing that's so great? And 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 so what what. What was it, Vitalik Buterin? Is, is that his name? It says, um, I got his name yeah. right. Yeah, something like that. Vitalik. He's the, he's the one who created um, uh, Ethereum for those that are not listening and not sure uh, what I'm talking about. Vitalik created it, but he like took he took the idea of Bitcoin and blockchain, and then and, and then he was trying to deal with smart contracts, and then kind of put Ethereum as the solution to the smart contracts to be put it in layman's yeah. terms. And to be fair, I think there's a decent chance he has succeeded at that, or at least well enough that this could be the ecosystem sure. developed for smart contracts. And he's had five years of, ahead of all the other guys who've tried to come and no one's quite had, um, no in the smart contract space, I would say is as important as Ethereum right now. And and all the coders, as I said, were all there. So I think it does have more coders. It has more, so it has more transaction volume, I believe than even Bitcoin on the daily. But that's different. I mean, it has smaller transactions. The thing about Bitcoin is it has the average transaction volume on Bitcoin is much higher because they're doing large transactions. But the smaller guys are right. going on, on on Ethereum. But nothing else. It's really Ethereum and Bitcoin. These are the conversations we're having. And I just don't think. I think not only do you have this problem of the tech has to be ten x. You have to get buy in. If you don't get buy in, you don't get coders. If you don't get coders, you don't get improvement. This stuff moves quick. I agree with all that. Uh, and I agree with all that. But and I, and if I had if I had to pick an old coin, if I had to pick an old altcoin to put money in on a monetary basis to outperform Bitcoin, it would be Ethereum, unquestionably. Maybe. Here's it's, what I'll I mean: do. it wouldn't be. I a will bad buy a hundred. I will pay, buy a hundred dollars of Bitcoin on a hundred dollars of Ethereum tomorrow. Uh, okay. And then and then, and then you buy a hundred dollars of whatever basket of craziness you want to buy. And we'll see what, we'll, we'll see what happens in ten years. And then the only one that will okay. And then the real the real fight will be 
Bitcoin versus your basket. But I, I'm, I'm curious how Ethereum does. Right. I'll put 100 bucks in it and just right. thumb right or wrong. So my only, my only, uh, my only pushback on your points are there are wide open gaps to create something that is 10 times better than Ethereum. The problem is for the layman, they're never going to get there. Um, they're so technical. Like right now, Ethereum, people are pretty upset with Ethereum because so when you trans Ethereum helps you transfer uh, cryptos, crypto assets between wallets. Like if you have an online wallet, it's largely because of Ethereum. So if you buy Ethereum somewhere, send it to your wallet and then send that from your wallet to somewhere else to a different exchange, let's say a Binance or one or Kraken or something, a lot of that will probably be done with Ethereum. However, Ethereum charges something called gas fees to do that. And so if you send $100, $100 isn't going to get there because you have to pay a fee to get um, the money over there. But right now, the gas fees are incredibly high for technical reasons. Um, they're working on it and they're going to come out with ethereum 2.0 basically and if i understood really the gas 2.0. fees let me let me let me make sure i understand the gas fees correctly if i understood the gas fees from when i was re researching maybe a few weeks ago was that gas fees are basically that they, they take ethereum and they and they burn it that's why they call it gas fees and, and destroy it basically they destroy it much like the u.s government destroys dollar bills to take them out of circulation every so often and the idea is that there's less in circulation the price of ethereum stays high uh, it maybe even gets higher as we're taking out supply. Is that correct? Is it, that's what the gas fees are, right? right. They're a contribution Basically, to the whole network yeah. by destroying uh, yeah. Ethereum. And Ethereum goes Yeah, up. and they go up and they go down based on uh, like the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more, yeah the, more, the, more demand, the more demand, uh, the higher the gas fees could go yeah. up and the lower the demand. Exactly. And, and this is relatively right. recent, but I assume that finding the right balance of uh, of destruction versus how much you want to uh, how much destruction you want to cause versus how much you want to pay is not quite yet and that's right. kind of the fight you're in right now it's, right yeah they're, ch they're they're changing it and they're changing to instead of a proof of work right now it's done with a proof of work which is actually also what bitcoin does that's like if you're mining bitcoin it's a proof of work blockchain uh for for complicated reasons um ethereum also does that but they're going to change to something else and a lot of cryptos are changing to something called the proof of stake which is a different way to do it and we don't need to get into the the technical reasons but it's like but the, my point is that there are improvements to be made and even right now the number two is trying to make those improvements and you're right they do have a head start but also like look at um to bring it back to elon and what he's done with spacex He's been able to, he didn't have to invent the rocket to make this so much cheaper. He didn't have to use any of that money. He just showed up, boom, makes a rocket, does it from a way that's much cheaper than Lockheed and then everyone else can do it. And now he wins, right? And now it's probably going to be worth yeah, much more did, than they It did it much cheaper by realizing totally. something else, uh, uh, by realizing something yeah. fundamental. And the fundamental thing was they weren't using them. They weren't using the rocket boosters and they weren't exactly. using the, the actual physical rocket. So his first goal was to make the rocket boosters reusable, which he did. Uh, and now his goal is to make the actual rocket itself reusable, uh, but safe. So um right. and i think the goal is about 10 times about launch it off about 10 times and then have a new one yeah. um eventually that might go up yeah. higher as he gets safer you know but he for obvious reasons uh, uh, he wants to make it safe as possible for as long as it goes up but yet yeah. that's what he's he yeah. really realized he realized yeah. the expense was constantly building a new one and he went back to that yeah. so my point is them. yeah 
Exactly. My point is there's a competitive advantage sometimes to not being first. There's a competitive advantage to sometimes being seventh or 12th or 28th. Well, I mean, I think Apple's famous for that. Let everyone else. Apple's is often third or fourth and and they come in and often Mm -hmm. they literally just iterate from other people going first. I don't disagree with that. Yep. Uh, Except for what I would say. Okay. Bitcoin as a currency, not as anything else came in so well perfected. Whoever created this had thought about all the issues that there are very little, very little tinkering done. It came in as a fully formed product and probably had to come in as a fully formed product to create what had happened. Um, And to be fair, if it was Hal Finney, but certainly even if it wasn't Hal Finney, that's Satoshi, that person was in that space for a long time and they had iterated on multiple uh, digital caches versions, but they're all centralized. So it's how do you get this decentralized? When the person finally figured out all these sort of different techniques people are different using hodgepodge them together whoever that was he sort of built a perfectly we can say it's satoshi i mean we don't know who he is but just say it's just use his name yeah satoshi yeah satoshi whoever satoshi was like figured out um how to hodgepodge all these things together they have been researching yes for sure and put them together and i don't think that can be really be compared to what you're talking about, which is sort of iterating to a uh, iterating to a product, right? Sure. This is not what this person did. This sure. person did not. If they, if to be fair, eh, if they iterated, I would disagree. if they iterated, they iterated before. It wasn't on Bitcoin. It wasn't on Bitcoin. Exactly. It was iterated on right, other exactly. things. And they, I agree. Um, but when they launched Bitcoin, they wanted it to be pretty fully functional right away, and it really was. Right. Like it did what it intended right. to do, and it did it well. And then it's only gotten better since then as they forced other people to like improve yep. upon it. But the thing is it did everything it fundamentally wanted to do right out of the gate. That's actually sure. quite rare. That's actually quite rare. And especially sure. in, uh, at least in the context of um, digital technology uh, before digital technology, I don't think that was necessarily true. So in some ways he's maybe he's closer to a, a physical builder of, you know, the cars right. or electricity or someone who launched, you know, Thomas Edison launched a light bulb. Like he, he needed to get the light bulb before he could launch sure. the light bulb. Like he needed to actually work. Right. Um, You're right. This is kind of closer to it, but he did it soon and he did it with pseudonymously because mm. he, he didn't want the person, he didn't want people to know who he was because I'm pretty sure the government would have shut him down if they had known. And I'm pretty sure that's what that person knew. Yeah. And right. But this is why I think you're, you're not wrong, but, with regards to currency specifically and Bitcoin, I think Bitcoin just has a, but, I'll, but, but I'll you and I, and to me, I think this is maybe one of the problems with calling everything, calling everything cryptocurrency, like, like right. is it, is Ethereum even a currency? Right. Like currency, it's not intended to be a currency. It's right. a token. It's a token, right? It's no. designed to do something, yeah. something right. different. Um, Right. But all the true currencies, exactly. like Litecoin, is a true currency. Dogecoin is a real true currency. Right, uh, they're all going to lose. Right, to Bitcoin. Like all these guys are going to lose. Um, but I would concede and say that's hundred percent true. But I but, would make that bet. Yeah, and but Ethereum and all these other guys that are really doing something else, trying to do smart contracts and stuff. I think that's a, that's mm-hmm. a more robust war field. And to be fair, more robust war field than. Bitcoin ever had with all the other currencies because Bitcoin came out right out of the box and had a lead time of three right. to five years before anyone even paid attention to it. Like, like, right. Like and the only the exactly. only people that were the cypherpunks. The cypherpunks were the only guys who were paying attention to it. Yep. And its lead time was just so high. And it had some of the best coders in the world working on it. Um, 
that's right. That's unusual to I everything, including the smart contract world. So even if Ethereum, right. if Ethereum isn't the one I, uh, uh, that does the smart contracts, and maybe it's a different one, I could see why that would outperform versus Bitcoin versus Litecoin or something like that. Like, you know what I right. Mean? And sense. so my point is that be taking that frame that we just kind of spoke about there, you can take that frame and say, okay, well, Bitcoin is going to do what it's going to do, yep. but it's limited because of just what, because of just what it, it, it does, it does what it was meant to do. And it's not going to do any more than it was meant to do, but there's other things to do. And because of that, I don't necessarily think investing in some of these other crypto assets, if you will, is gambling because you can dissect a project from that perspective and and look for the Halfinis and the Satoshis in the project like that MIT guy. And I'm not saying he will be the next one, but you can look at that and say, well, he has, it's much more like betting on the betting on the jockey and the horse like, what is he trying to do? Does he have the background to do it? It looks like he has more um, ability to do what he wants to do okay. than some of these other people. Like you can look to at ju- some jump, crypto assets jump. and you're like, Jump back to gambling metaphor. To me, this what you're arguing is closer yeah. to um, a starting hand, right? Venture like, capitalists. so yeah, yeah. yeah, in poker, you'd be betting on the starting hand. If I had to like, if I had to go yes or no, all in on this starting right. hand, you're kind of like, oh, right. this guy knows what he's doing about. He's got a good team around him. They've got a good starting point, and they might outbeat everyone yep. else. I'll take the risk. And so it's, it's betting the starting hand versus waiting a little bit longer. Yeah, where I feel like at this point in yes. Bitcoin, we are you know we're you know we're past the flop we're probably into the turn if not the river like right we're, we're much further yeah. deeper into it's, the in, into the and for those of you guys who don't know poker uh basically point. just further along the hand to the point where we have a lot more information right. and there's a lot less risk coming forward yeah right but you can win we have we have more, we have you get in it yeah in on the uh before any cards will come out right. if you have the right starting hand um and you keep doing yeah. that and you and importantly you do bankroll management which we talked about earlier it's about controlling how yeah. much you're betting and putting your bet it's in and i'm not entirely against yeah. that opinion i would just say that i think if you're i would say okay we got smart contracts and we've got cryptocurrency rules two currencies i think currencies are locked up by bitcoin smart contracts yeah is there anything outside of that? Are those are the only two that we have. You're, you're deeper There's, in the uh, DeFi. I think is outside of is outside of smart contracts. DeFi and um, I thought Ethereum and like yield farming. Yield farming. I'm done. No, Ethereum. Doing a little DeFi. Yield farming. Uh, a little yeah. BlockFi. I started. I put in some money in the BlockFi yeah. today. Um, yeah. So, like for example, like I was speaking about before, people. There's another part of the financial industry is, okay, so you have all this money in Bitcoin, but now it's just sitting there and maybe you want it to earn even better returns. That's BlockFi. How do you, or, like, or, 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 that's yeah, how do you, farming, but yeah, exactly. BlockFi is the one I just signed up for. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Where do you put it? Um, like, where would you put, if it is a currency and you like, just like if you're sitting on a hundred thousand dollars cash, where do you put it? Well, you put it in the stock market. Well, now we need a crypto asset stock market. We need a way to invest that, currency that you now have that that block that bitcoin and have it do things for so you can lend it out um to traders right as or you can or you can put it up as collateral to take loans on it and put it in other assets there's a whole ecosystem where you can try to you know uh, arbitrage from coin to coin if you will and these are it's in the very very early stages and i would say a lot of that is 
bordering on sketchy and I wouldn't recommend almost anyone doing it. I've looked into it and I, I don't even feel comfortable. I, I, I just put doing a little it. money into Blackfly today. I put um a thousand dollars of yeah. real real USD into it, and that'll get eight percent return. But it. it's risky. It's risky. And the other thing is, I'm gonna it's put risky. a little. I'm gonna put a little bit of my Bitcoin into it, um, to do it as well, and that's gonna have six percent return yearly returns. The problem is, it's right. risky. You're you're literally trusting that BlockFi, the company is doing the research to ensure that the counterparty risk is not that bad and that they're going to do uh, well with it right. and they're going to hold it and secure your coins. But right. uh, that's why I'm putting some amount, but not too much. But the other reason I'm doing it is partly because BlockFi is about to offer a Visa rewards card for Black, for um, Bitcoin and you have to have, oh, a, wow. you have to have an open account for it. And right. it'll offer, it's, it's going to offer 1.5% of all your rewards in bitcoin wow. and deposit into your block account and that's fantastic that's because the thing is you're gonna get 1.5 and then depending on how much you think bitcoin's gonna go up in my case i think it's gonna go up at least double within the year if not more that's three percent return yeah. right there but again i think right. you know bitcoin has a chance to go to a million dollars in the next five years so be significantly more than that Right, but that's so a real. That's part of the reason I'm donating money and I'm putting money into BlockFi. I'm not donating. Right, sorry. I said donating. That's not what I'm doing. I'm putting money into it. Yeah, you're not donating. Yeah, this is this is the other point I wanted to bring up where um, we were talking about the difference in investing and gambling, and I think playing the odds. I think we have, you know, for me, my tolerance for gambling and investing. I think I am more willing to bet with less certainty than some people are so i would put bitcoin right now at probably oh, you are 90 percent certainty that if you that if you put your money in yeah if you put your money into bitcoin you're not gonna lose all of it you might lose some of it depending on where you get in like if you got in now you're probably okay if you get in in two years if you're listening to this in two years and it's 150k the calculation might be a little bit different you might not it might not explode but even then you still probably might not lose it, but I'm also willing to make bets on 50% certainty um, where I think some of these altcoins are. And I don't necessarily think they're, I don't think that's gambling. I think that's slightly more risky investing, but I believe in my ability to gather the information. And so I think it's investing from my perspective where if let's say index funds is 99% uh, assured thing, you know, much of the stock market, maybe the Fortune or the S&P 500 is 95%, right? Bitcoin's probably 80%. Ethereum might even be eh, 75 or 80%. I'm willing to go down to 60%, but if some, if I'm 60% certain it's going to be around in 10 years and it's a dollar, well, okay, now you have a risk-reward ratio and you can play those probabilities like you can when you're playing uh, poker, yeah, right? for sure. When you get a hand, a position sure, size. those professional poker players, they know the percentages. Yeah, they know the percentages of, oh, this hand is a 23% it's, it's, chance of getting it's a position the money, size so I question. I, I need to bet on it. I'll agree with that. Position size right. matters, and that's basically what you're playing. And this is actually, by the way, in case you were not at all invested in Bitcoin, if you aren't, I'm really surprised that you're hanging into this conversation this long, but let's uh, <laughs> pretend you aren't. Uh, if you aren't, this is how you control the volatility, Right. right? You limit your position size. You're like, hey, I'm already well enough off. I don't really. Okay, then give yourself, you know, one, two, maybe no more than 10% of your uh, portfolio into Bitcoin. And you have your, you know, your protection if it goes up and other things go down. And, uh, and, right. And I, 
So I'm a little more sophisticated in this stuff than some other, like, you know, even normal investors, they might like, so in 21, there's a way to win every time. If you have unlimited amount of money and you start with a dollar and you lose, then you put in $2. If you lose and you put in $4. And if you can do that forever, eventually you'll win and you'll win all your money back and you'll never lose. And you can do this in stocks. If you put in some money and it goes down, you can dollar cost average down to improve your position. I actually did this with, uh, I've done this with Dogecoin. I got in at seven cents and it went down. So then I kept putting more money in until I reduced my cost basis to three and a half cents. So when it goes back up to seven cents, you can sell and you actually make money. And so it does but become a little bit be, more complicated. You have to be pretty confident it's going to go back to seven percent like or seven cents like the sure. thing and the thing with dogecoin sure. is i think dogecoin is mostly betting don't buy dogecoin like Do- dogecoin, it no even Doge- the it's it's a joke there's it, it wasn't made with any utility in mind it was made as a joke, joke. so the, the fact is, that people put money into it is crazy. it's truly gambling um, it was made as a joke and and if you don't if you don't understand yeah. this go back to our game stocks uh podcast right where, uh luke walked through his um, by the way, he wrote a, a he we, well back when Luke walked through the GameStop issue. We had two podcasts, and we uh, one we got his where he was, and the second one we closed up where it was. And he wrote a whole article on it, and he should link to it in this. He's the one in charge of I will do that. That's writing things, but he should link to it in this one because it's <laughs> yeah. actually quite entertaining. His article, but he like explains it's it's gambling, right? It, it's a game, uh, and, and it's a fun game if you're playing with small enough money that it's not a big deal. And in right. your case, you said you put a nice dinner on it, right? Like a nice dinner. You're like, I'm not right. going out. You're like, yeah. I'm not going out. And I'm like hanging out and because it's COVID. Yeah. I'll put a nice dinner on it right. and we'll have some fun. Um, and I do think that this is the difference between gambling and investing. Like I literally am putting sure. a little bit of money out of my paycheck every single day into Bitcoin because I do think of it as more as investing. I do think it'll be worth a lot, significantly more than it had in several years than it is today. And I'm happy to just keep throwing money at it. But right. uh, because to me, it's not throwing money at it. Actually, I said throwing money at it but like, right. because I'm actually like, and then occasionally, you know, you know, we'll have that bet like we're going to have. And that to me, it's gambling. Like we'll, right. I'll buy hundred dollars of Bitcoin. I'll buy a hundred dollars in Ethereum and you buy a hundred dollars or whatever weird right. basket of cryptocurrencies you can come up with <laughs> and we'll see who performs. Right. And, and the thing is, the Ethereum, if the Ethereum outperforms us, no one wins. That would be my answer. Right. Yeah, no one wins. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. And so I, I guess to me, it's like I, I do view those guys who do the venture capital and I hedge fund type stuff, IPO type stuff. In a way, it's gambling, but in a way, it's it's. I see it as highly, highly yep. educated uh, gambling. Hey. Hey, yeah, but okay, that's it's right. not necessarily it's, it's about, not investing for your average. But the other person, thing about hedge sure. funds is they have an advantage. They have insider yeah, information they and ability. They can trade after hours. This the idea that just because the plumbing went down and they couldn't, they had to shut down Robinhood. Right. It still means it's a fixed game because these guys can trade after hours. Right. We can't. The average investor can't. Yeah. Okay, you're getting me angry about and they can something call else. Robinhood and say stop. Stop trading. Exactly. Yeah, but no, I agree. You have it. You you and I have yeah. a like. You're about to get me angry unintentionally here, uh, and it's because <laughs> of the because that was bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. And and the thing is, they do have an advantage, um, and it's not just gambling for right. them because it's it's playing a rigged game. So yeah, if you play a rigged right. game that still has an element of luck, that's not that's not gambling. Yeah. That's playing a rigged game. Just sure. 
again, maintain. Well, and that game is done and over. Well, no, no. The thing is, it's a rigged game. I can't play that game. No, but let's assume yeah. a rigged game still has an element of luck. All you got to do, as we talked yeah. about, is, is watch your bankroll. Same thing as counting cards. Counting cards is a rigged game in favor right. of the counter. The thing is, if you watch yep. your... That's why they don't let you do it. No, yeah, yeah. Because they know if you watch your um, bankroll and you manage your bankroll appropriately, you will beat the house. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing goes right. the opposite way. It's a rigged game the opposite way if you're not counting cards. As long as they yeah. maintain their bankroll. In other words, don't make too big right. of a large bet on one event. They will beat you statistically. Right. And they know what those numbers are. These are not these are right not that hard to do calculations, and right. So if it's a rig game, it's not investing. Period. Full stop. I would say a rig game is not investing. Right. There is an element of luck to a rig game, even if there's an element of luck in it. But that's just about right. knowing your bankroll management. If you control that, it's not rigged. Right. Like, like sorry, it's so not, not it's not risky. It's like it's not risky. It's not gambling. It's not gambling. And so what I would say is. We're, we're kind of, we, we agree in some, where we disagree is I think in our definitions and our perspectives where you come at it from, you know, if you're an average cryptocurrency investor, which is like, which means you're not necessarily average, but if, you know, like you've gotten your family into it, if I was going to get my family and friends into it, the answer I would say, no, like definitely, like you can, you can put your money in Bitcoin and it will be okay, most likely. And for 99% of even people who want to invest in cryptocurrencies, like you should just invest in Bitcoin, just like 99% of people who want to invest in the stock market should just put your money in a low fee index fund. Maybe if get a stockbroker, if you have a little bit more money and you want, and you just, it makes you feel comfortable to have an individual looking over it, but for a slightly more uh, sophisticated and risk taker, um, then you can go into some of these altcoins and, it is, I think, more like playing poker than necessarily you were giving it credit for. But that's because it's for a very subset of people who are going to buy this. If you're the average person, like, don't go buy these things if you're not going to read as much as you possibly can. Honestly, you're if you're the average person, I would tell you to buy a little bit of Bitcoin, get a little bit of Bitcoin in your portfolio. Yeah. I highly right. recommend it. Um, I don't know. Have you gotten your family into it at all? My, my whole family is involved because no. of no one's interested in my opinions on anything. No, all, all my know. family um, is actually interested, weirdly enough, um, interested in my opinions uh, as far as finance goes. And I'm all in on Bitcoin. So I've gotten them all to get some Bitcoin. Right. Uh, and, and to be fair, I'm also much, all in on Bitcoin. That's where my vast majority of my money is, is and, in Bitcoin. But how much Bitcoin they own is a little bit, it's dependent upon both the personalities and the financial situation. Um, like my, my, my father and my stepmother have a lot more money than any of, I think any of us. And they have significantly more, I mean, have more than I do. <laughs> and they're still conveying to the go to more. Well, hopefully and, and a bit the, older than you. Oh yeah. But no, I'm saying like, and they put, but I'm saying they have more Bitcoin than I own. Like it's not just, and Bitcoin is not their big oh, yeah. thing. Like they're like, Oh, we bought this much. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I'd still buy more if I had your amount, but like, they, they they took a serious bet based on my belief, and uh, literally my stepmom says I believe everything you're saying. I'm not fully I don't fully understand everything, but I uh, I'm all, uh, but she kind of understands, and she's a Chinese accountant, so um, uh, it's interesting to do with her because she's the finance one in the my in my stepfather and my stepmother. Right. Um, she's she's the one who deals with money, uh, but she's like, 
I don't I don't disagree with your analysis. I don't understand all of it, but I think I understand enough. And she took a big bet and she might be taking more. Like, and honestly, if right. I had her control of her money, I would take a bigger one. Uh, but I am a little and insane. For, uh, for and a little my, context on why my brother I'm also, this way is I'm also a business owner. So <laughs> I'm already taking bets on myself yeah. in my knowledge. So that's kind of where I come from. Does your business have any Bitcoin in, or or does all your all your profits get no, paid out? No, we're not there yet. Do just all your profits? We're not get there. Paid yet. We don't have any profits yet. Yeah, we're we're still in the stages where we're um, we're getting up and running. All of our revenue is going to. Uh, we make content for B two B companies primarily. Some B two C. Um, which only matters. If okay, say what those world. are. Say what and those are. I know what they are, but so uh, B um, B two B is a business to business. So a business that sells other businesses, we primarily work with them. They have more complex sales um, processes where um, our process comes into um, really its own there. And then B two C is business to consumer. So a Toys R Us or a Sears where they're selling directly to a consumer. We don't work with quite as many of those, but what we do is to simplify those complicated sales processes is we make content to foster communications. And so I have a lot of writers and content creators that I work with. And so right now I use, I have years of experience in agency world doing this, but I left and started my own thing um, to do this. And so right now all of our revenues are basically just passing through us going right to our writers as we get new clients and as we um, just rev up basically. So we don't have any, profit to put in any Bitcoin. I do have it in my mind that I would like to, cause I do have, a, it's an international corporation. So I would like to get to the point where I pay myself in Bitcoin or I pay writers in Bitcoin because I also work with an international team. And that's actually one of the reasons why I really, so into cryptocurrency, because if I could find a way to reduce the fees that it takes for me to send right. money from Canada to India or, or America to Canada or wherever, I'm all on board. So I don't only have a personal interest in it, but I actually have a, a business interest in like how do I could be more profitable if I could get my money to my people quicker and cheaper and they would okay. be happier. So, and so yeah. Can that's I, can I, okay. I'm going to be honest. I think the answer is look at strike and Jack Ma- Jack Mahler's company, because here's the thing. He doesn't actually transfer in Bitcoin. Bitcoin transfers across the thing, but for you and your receiver, it's still in the U S dollars to whatever to the Indian ru- ruble. I think it's a ruble is a uh, ruble. Yeah. I think yeah. it's Indian. So currency, so it'll go from us dollars through Bitcoin across the network. And then it, and then it will result in Indian do- uh, rubles to your employee out there. So the answer is strike. Honestly, I think strike is the answer and you're kind of the prototypical company they're looking at trying to help and maybe start them. And then, uh, you know, if you use them, uh, maybe turn right. them into a, uh, uh, an advertisement for the podcast if we get big enough, but uh, uh, yeah, but I would start awesome. I would start I'd start with strike. Uh, strike I think is, is doing exactly what you're looking to do, and it's going to get rid of the expect. At least you're not going to lose money over the fees, right? Um, and right. the time will be instantaneous or near instantaneous. Oh, I see. Because they take the money, they buy Bitcoin, then they take the Bitcoin and they turn it into rubles. And they turn uh, it back. And so you're not transferring currencies. So you, so you save on those fees. That's actually fucking genius. And and all, all, yeah, all the value across international borders goes in Bitcoin, but they deal with that. They deal with all that shit. 
Right. So strike wow. is the that's guy. actually really smart. Strike is the answer. And and I would yeah. literally contact I have them, them on my to do list. I talk to them and see if they can help you solve this problem. Because uh, my guess is they can. And honestly, if you do, that'd be kind of a badass thing for our podcast. I think it would. Well, and that's I think a piece of my company is. It's not necessarily producing this podcast, but I own the company. I'm producing this podcast. So it's like that's so the other part is like eventually I want to get to the point where I'm only making content for me and my my brands, just because agency work it's a little hey, 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 what about me? <laughs> what? No, that's what I mean. And you well, you're part of this too. But like ideally, like <laughs> I don't work for you. This would all <laughs> no, I know, but we would be partners in in this in this uh podcast thing. I want where, you to be successful, like, but I don't want to work for you. <laughs> No, 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 I don't want you to work for me either. I want to just do this. This is this is that's my point though. Is this is way more fun? Way more is fun, right? I'm doing all that to get to the point where we can make a podcast like this successful, uh, because that's that's the best. Because I've been in marketing a long time, and business in general and capitalism in general, it's a little you know say what you will about it. It's not necessarily it has its issues, but making content is what I found to be maybe the most ethical way to. Uh, participate in capitalism. I think just make make content true, that right? people like. Like like yeah. Like there are tons. Sorry, everyone. I said like a lot there. There are a lot of people who I respect, and the ones that I, re- I respect all produce content, and it's really valuable content. It's not just bullshit, and it's allowed right. me to make a lot of money and to appreciate it, and because they've been given to me essentially for free outside of my time, which I gave for them voluntarily. There's a lot of respect there. Um, and one of them, by the way, it's a, we study billionaires podcast. I really believe in it a lot. They have a, if you're into cryptocurrency specifically, they do a Wednesday podcast on there uh, all about Bitcoin. And they've been maybe launched that two months ago. So it's not that far long ago. And they're going to walk you through all the basics and I highly recommend it. And the other stuff is fantastic as well. So I just want to give them a shout out. Uh, I know there's probably only 10 people listening to us right now, (laughs) but those that are, I I really do love them and they've done a lot for me and made me quite a bit of money. So I cannot argue with them. And that's kind of your point. And that's like what we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what my entire business model is built on that exact thing is that sentiment is, Oh, people make content. I really like them. So what I do is I make content for other businesses that their customers will say that exact same thing about them and then buy yeah, their stuff. Cause like, like if you make me money, I'm okay with you. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like I'm getting value. That's the point. I, like they got value out of me. I'm sure uh, the, 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 we study billionaires guys, but uh, more less value than I've gotten out of them. So as long as the exchanges they get your attention. Yeah. And I, and I hopefully, hopefully whatever information <laughs> I'm giving you is more valuable than what I'm taking from you guys, which I guess is your time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how was that? Is that, did we do a good job? Should we wrap it up here? I think we should wrap it we up here. I think that was all my points. I think we've yeah, all hit them. I think that was all my points. So here's the bonus. Here's the all bonus. Right, so episode of all cryptocurrency. This is the bonus cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah. So next time we will have an update on, uh, on our bet, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll buy a basket of deplorables of altcoins, and we'll see. You can include if there are just no Bitcoin. The only rule is no yeah. Bitcoin. I have a weird I have a weird aversion to Ethereum. It's like I have an aversion to Ethereum, like I think most people have to Bitcoin, where it's like, oh, it's too late to get in. That's exactly how I feel about Ethereum. I've just watched it watched it rise. I never really bought any. I'm like, hmm, I should have bought okay. some. <laughs> so I'm gonna buy one hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin as my bet, and then I'm gonna buy. 
$100 on Ethereum as a, let's call the control group. That'll be the control group. Okay. And then you can get anything else. Okay. How about that? Well, the hundred dollars on Ethereum. That sounds good to me. Yeah. And we'll see where it says, hopefully we'll be doing this podcast in 10 years and we'll be. Yeah. If we're doing it in 10 years, maybe it just goes to charity, you know, maybe all the gains go, all the gains, whatever they are, go to charity. We'll be rich, whatever. There's an idea. There's a good idea. All right. Well, everyone, well, thanks for listening to the I'd Rather Be Right uh, bonus episode of uh, Crypto Assets with uh, Nate and Luke. Used to be the Devil's Advocate podcast, but now we would just rather be right. Uh, rather be right than happy. <laughs> That's where we're going. All right. Love you guys. Thanks, Talk everybody. Talk week. to you later.